Hello, everyone. This is Becky Hennessy, host of the Reformers Collective podcast. This episode is really special to me. It's a conversation I had on the stage with guest speaker, the DOC. Yes, I'm telling you, that's correct. Doc, the DOC, was on stage at the first Reformers Collective Conference held on October 18th and 19th at Trinity Church in Cedar Hill, Texas. I cannot wait for you to hear this. It will blow your mind. My name is, uh, actually, my given name is Tracy Curry. I was born in West Dallas. And uh, uh, just a just a blessed kid, you know. I was uh, an introvert, a reader, loved reading mail to my grandmother. You know, she didn't read that well. And one of the things that made me a really a voracious reader and a student as a kid was because she loved the fact that I could read so well. And uh, my first album was called "No One Could Do It Better." I dedicated that album to my grandmother who I lost before that because she was the person that drove me to those words that way, you know. Not knowing that, uh, you know, 10 years later, I would really need those words, but that's how G-O-D, do it. I loved it back there in the groom. You said uh, it's not about the D-O-C anymore. It's about the G-O-D, right? (laughs) I love that. It's a G-O-D thing, not a D-O-C. It's a G-O-D thing, not a D-O-C. Absolutely. So good. So the quest, second question is for our audience to understand the magnitude of your career. Will you share with us some of the songs that you have written and some of the people that you have worked with over the years? It's, 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 I'm probably one, one of the last people that you would expect to be sitting here talking about God in this way because of the past. I'm probably I dressed out of my character in the whole nine yards. You look very, bro. very handsome. Um, People like uh, Easy E and Dr. Dre and, and uh, Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg and Suge Knight and you guys know who he's talking about. How do you know about that? <laughs> God got me in a space where I don't necessarily cringe the way other folks do when I have to explain these things because it's just the life that I lived, right? And so. He wouldn't have had me live this life if it wasn't for me, for me to say these things. So I would say to you, you don't have to cringe if I were to say it. I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> it's just part of your journey. Right. It's part of your story. It's That's who you right. are. It's That's part right. of you. That's right. It's what, That's it's what, awesome. It's what made today. It's what makes today special. And it took me 30 years to, to realize that. It took me 30 years, about to maybe 18 months ago or so is when I got my revelation, when I understood the purpose and the reason why those things happen, and I could let that burden go. And since that moment in time, it has been a constant trajectory upward so that I could stand in front of folks and say that none of it was me, it was him all the time. And what's so cold about it, what most folks won't know until the story is told is that that whole journey began with a prayer on next to my sister's couch because I didn't want to go to the army. My mother wanted me to go to the army, but I wanted to be the best rapper that ever lived. That's what I wanted. 
and I got back, I got on my knees next to, uh, next to the couch in my sister's house. And I asked God, I said, this is what I really want. It's the most sincere prayer I've ever prayed. I said, if you will allow me this, that I promise you when I get there, then I'm going to tell everybody that it was you. It wasn't me. Now, as the story goes, 18 years after that prayer, I had sold almost 3 million records with some of those people. Yet, I hadn't lived up to my part of the bargain Okay, yet. yeah. You understand? Yeah. Now, shortly after my record dropped, that accident befell me, and it took what I thought was, was my strength, i.e. Samson, right, that voice. I thought that was where the power came from. Mm. And I fell into this deep hole because I hadn't fulfilled my gift. And I thought for those 30 years that it was a punishment for me not doing what I told God I was going to do. So from the time of the accident, you were in a car accident? Yes, ma'am. And it took your voice? Yes, ma'am. And from that moment for 30 years, a dark, dark place you've yeah. lived in? Yes, ma'am. And although I was still wildly successful, the, the love was gone because yeah. I couldn't do what I was supposed to do, at least in my mind. Right. And I was surrounded by all these elements that weren't really me. You know, I'm not a dope dealer. I'm not a killer. I'm, I'm, I'm a hope dealer. You know, I, I, I deal in love and life. And I, gay, I give. That's what I do. And, uh, you know, just being in that, that horrible space led me to alcohol and drugs and just about every negative uh, behavior you could think of. Um, but, like I said, about 18 months ago, I got the understanding that God said that you can let go of that pain because it wasn't yours in the first place. Right. You didn't do that. I did that. I made you a household name in 1989, not for that time, but for this time. Come on, come on. Wow, that's so good. So that revelation, your encounter with Jesus, Holy Spirit, 18 months ago, you said the heavy burdens of carrying your unfulfilled part of the promise, right? Or That's the prayer, right. you know, That's right. and, and the things, you know, that because of that, but God took that from you. That's right. Tell, tell, tell just tell us a little bit more about that, that time that what happened. Well, I was, I was considering, I wanted to wait for the happy ending, right? In my career and my life before I thought about telling the story, not knowing that, I am the happy ending, right? And and the, the the fact that I'm still here is the purpose, right? Like, and what I just did about five seconds ago was actually the first time I've stood in front of a body of people and gave that revelation that that first prayer was answered just then. Come on. When I said to these folks that it, none of it was me, it was him the whole time. Come on, come on. It's all a journey, right? It's all yeah, revelation coming. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's him today. So I just get out the way and let him do his thing. <laughs> and, 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 you know, uh, and, and take the blessing as it comes. So tell me about music, songwriting now. 
a school for musicians or what is it? What's your dream? What are you doing from this point on with the gifts and the talents of who you are and what God's made you to be? What does that look like to uh, Doc? It's, it, it is wildly beautiful in that I can do anything I want. That's right. That's good. I can, I can do anything. I can step aside and let it be done through me, knowing at the other end of it what it's going to be. Awesome. Right? Because it's all for his glory. Right? It's all for me to say that over and over. Marketing and promotion over and over and over again. It is not me, but him through me. All the patriarchs already told you over and over and over again. And I'm not one. I can't remember. It's been years and years and years since I've been in a church, which is part, part of the reason why I put this suit I on. Know. Yeah, it looks good. Back in the day, back in the day, everybody used to wear suits. Right. <laughs> I didn't want to come up here out of character and disrespect nobody. It. Yeah, so you know? good. You look very nice. But uh, I understand the, the purpose in, in the things that are, are brought to me. And, and I bring that to bear in, in, in the way I respond. And I understand now that this voice for this mission is way more powerful than the one that I had. Come on, before. come on. That's so good. You know, and I don't have to stand on a stage and rap really loud, although very well, yeah. to, to get things to, uh, to, 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 to do what I'm supposed to be doing. I could sit next to you and speak. And, and what is supposed to come is going to come. So and those who are supposed to hear will hear. So good. I love it. I do have to say, I was this, um, <laughs> that day at Bonton Farms. I don't know how it happened, but I am the only female back there with all of these guys who were just hanging. I just came, we just came walking right up to you. And I'm like, hi, you don't know me, but I'm Becky Hennessy. And would you like to reform the world with me? Would you like to come? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. He was just sitting there minding his own business. And I'm like, I hear you're a musician and we're looking for reformers. We want to mentor other people to be reformers. I mean, seriously, in such respect and time, like I went home from there thinking, what have you done? You know, but you were so respectful and so willing to listen to me and give me time. And um, it was just such an honoring thing for me that you didn't make fun of me or, you know, roll your eyes at me or anything like that. And <laughs> I just was just so appreciative of that. So, but I just, what I picked up was that what you're just saying now is just, you are willing and open to whatever happens in your day, the people that come into your life. It's like, if this is what God wants, he's going to do it. He's going to bring it. And I'm going to be obedient. Listen. Hey, I'm one that, I'm one that understands that his will be done, not mine. And so if it comes into your life, there's a purpose for it. You just have to be open enough to hear him so when he good. talks to you. That's awesome. Well, here's a, a group of a couple hundred church people. Um, so what would you say to them about their journey and their life and the people that are outside these walls <laughs> that you hang out with or that you know or that you care about? What would, you, what would you say to them? Do you have any words of instruction or encouragement? Or if you were, had this chance to talk to people inside the church, how they can best relate to people outside the church, what would you say? You know, that, that is a really good question. And I'll tell you why. Because as church people 
And this is just an outside observation. It seems like it could be very easy to become so insulated that you forget the purpose and the wisdom that you are receiving. It is to share with those who don't get a chance to get it. You know what I mean? Like, if Jesus was to jump back out down here tomorrow, he'd be in South Dallas. Yeah, he would be. He'd, oh, be, yeah. he'd be in West Dallas. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't be in the really big, beautiful buildings unless those big, beautiful buildings were people suffering. And so I say this to you, two words I, w- I, w- I would leave you with is purpose and revelation. We all will have one one day. Once you understand, once you get your revelation the way I got mine, your purpose will soon follow. And as long as you are in line with that purpose, everything is going to flow like butter on a hot skillet. Uh. You are going, and I say that because I'm a little hungry. (laughs) Somebody go feed the man. You are going going to be in line with your mission. And everything you touch is going to be blessed because that's his will, right? And everything that I everything that I do from henceforth um, is is for the people, right? I, there are things that I still want, and I ask for those things because I want them. But I but I, I I leave it up to him when and, and where and how. You know what I mean? And so just stay prayerful, man. Stay close. Stay connected. Stay grounded. Keep humility inside your heart and your spirit and open yourself to him. And everything, everything, everything is possible. Come on. That's awesome. Beautiful. Give it up for Doc.